Hi, this is Stuart Weems, and thanks for listening to the Investopoly podcast. My goal is to give you simple, easy-to-understand insights, strategies, and tips to help you master the game of building wealth. In this episode, I'd like to talk about private school fees. Private school fees are very expensive, naturally, and they can have a big impact on your cash flow. But what, from a financial perspective, what's a long-term impact? Let me first say that I'm not making a judgment on private school fees. I can only talk about the financial considerations. Of course, there's lots of considerations that you need to take into account. And for some people, private school education is extremely important and and that trumps any financial outcome. So let's put that aside for a minute and let's just talk about the finances. So if private school costs, say, let's say $25,000 a year, and you educate your child for six years, let's say you're sending them to secondary school, Uh, obviously that's a cash flow cost of $150,000. That's $150,000 after tax, so you've probably got to earn somewhere between two dollars and $300,000 pre-tax to pay for those school fees. But what is really the opportunity cost? Because you could do other things with those monies. So let's look at a home loan. If you had a a home loan of half a million dollars, and instead of sending your kid to private school, you put $25,000 per year for six years in a row into your home loan, the compounding impact of the interest saving works out to be over $400,000, $426,000 to be exact. So together with the actual private school fees, um, you're you're down about $576,000 to be exact. So half a million dollars is really the opportunity cost of private school fees. But let's take it even one step further. Instead of repaying the home loan, let's be a little bit more aggressive and, say, invest in property. So if we buy a $550,000 investment-grade property, which you can do in Melbourne, um, and for the next six years contribute $25,000 a year towards that investment, so obviously that will more than pay for the negative cash flow, so the shortfall, but also put some money in the offset account. And then after six years, we don't put one more cent towards that property. Well, I worked out in today's dollars, in 20 years' time, you'll have over a million dollars' worth of equity in that property, in today's dollars, not in future dollars. Uh, so again, that's you know uh, more than five times the actual cash flow cost of of the school fees. Pretty significant, hey. So obviously, if you've got more than one child and, and or you're going to send them to primary school and secondary school, well, then you can double that or triple that or quadruple that cost. Uh, so what's an alternative? Well, another alternative is to instead buy a house in a school zone that of a public school that has a very good reputation. So perhaps you could achieve similar education standards uh, going to a really well-regarded public school uh, as opposed to, to wearing the private school fees. Now, of course, properties in those locations tend to cost more, so you've got to consider that. Um, th- so things, there's four items that you need to consider. The transactional costs of doing that, you've got to sell, there's selling costs, then you've got to buy or rebuy, there's stamp duty associated with doing that. You've got to think about the cap growth differential. So what will that, how will that property grow compared to the property that you currently own? Uh, you've got to think about the property value differential. So, you know, if you have to spend a lot more to get into that area, that means that you'll have to borrow a lot more and you'll have a higher non-deductible uh, amount of debt. Uh, so you need to consider that. 
And the uh, fourth consideration is how many kids do you have? Because uh, obviously if you have one child, then uh, the, the differential might not be that significant to warrant it. But if you've got four children, for example, uh, then obviously there's a greater saving and, and it makes even uh, more benefit to move into a, a good public school area. Uh, so I just wanted, there's a bit of uh, food for thought really. I just wanted to sort of throw the cat among the pigeons when it comes to uh, private uh, school education and perhaps what you might then consider is uh, like I will go public for for primary which a lot of people do and then uh, go private for secondary education try and balance out the pros and cons of uh, sending giving your kids a really good education uh, versus looking after your own financial affairs if you'd like more information check out the link in the show notes for this podcast uh, otherwise that's all for me bye for now